Searching for something to put a smile back on your face Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb So set your worries to the side Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Oh, Jessica, I am doing so, 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 so well. I've been thinking about it, though. And although you do look like a Jessica, I feel feel like maybe you should rather be a Jennifer. Ugh. <laughs> I get called Jennifer a weird amount of times considering that's not my name. Do you like the name Jennifer Jennifer? I don't mind it. It feels very 90s. It's very 90s. 90s, 80s, yeah. People love Jennifer back in the day. Yeah, like the Jennifer Jessica um names were really raging they when loved to you and I were in school. Yeah. We had a few Jennifers, we had a few Jillians, we had a few Jessicas. In every class, there was always like a few Jessicas, a few Jennifers when I was growing up, a few Britneys, a few Ashleys, you know? We, I don't think we had any, we had an Ashley Rose, like that was her name, Ashley That's Rose. That's it? I feel well, like we had so no, many no, Ashleys. Yeah, we only had one Ashley, we had um, a f- few Britneys. See, we had the ridiculousness of like... A Br- like all the Britneys, but all spelled differently. All the Ashleys, all spelled differently. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We had um. Did you have any Tiffany's? Not a ton. I think there was only like one or two. We had one Tiffany, and then we had one Chelsea. Did you oh, have a yeah, Chelsea? We had a couple Chelseas too. I really love the name Chelsea, but the Chelsea that I knew was like she such bitch. a bitch to me in high school. But yeah. it's very interesting because I think I've told you this before, but um, even though Chelsea kind of bullied me in since elementary school and then middle school and then high school, years later, she called me up one day because I saw her at the bagel shop and she insisted on getting my number. And I'm like such a people pleaser that I was like, yes, of course, high school bully, please have my telephone What number. in the world? I don't know. So anyway, I don't know why I did that. But anyway, I really put the faith in the universe. But she called me up one day and she was like, I would really like to like talk to you and make amends with you because I, I just want to like, you know, talk, chit chat. So then we mm-hmm. met at a Starbucks and she was like, I am so sorry about wow. how I was in high school. She was like, it's not an excuse, but I was going through a lot and I wasn't like in my best 
state of mind and i'm like really really sorry and she wow. like you know she apologized that doesn't happen that's like really big of her not just to like apologize but to apologize in person i feel like as a move like yeah she move. asked me to my local starbucks we met at starbucks nice and she apologized and i think that that's uh, very that. nice you know it's yeah. never too late yeah, if you were a bully in high school, go apologize to that person you bullied. Find them on Facebook yeah. and message them and say you're sorry. Cause- yeah, should I talk to my sister? <laughs> Miranda listens to uh, this podcast, my sister. Mm-hmm. Miranda, Shout out to I'm, Miranda. I'm so sorry that I've bullied you throughout our lives. I was going through a lot, as you know, because <laughs> you lived in the same house as me. And uh, I apologize. I'm sorry that I threw out um, your favorite toys and donated them uh, out of anger. But you (laughs) did break that little figurine that I got for Mother's Day with my own money at the mall. So I still remember that day. Yeah. I love how you said, I'm so sorry I bullied you. And then you added a but. (laughs) <laughs> well the thing is is that I was so upset. So like, you know, when you're a kid and you don't you have like your first like money from like allowance or whatever and it's yeah it's Mother's Day, like it's kind of a big deal to buy it like is. your first gift with your own money or yeah whatever. So I remember I went to the mall and you know how like they have those little kiosks. Yeah. Um, and there's like little glass figurines and then like I remember it was a heart. And it said, like, I love mom. Mm-hmm. And it was glass. Like, it was uh, colored glass. And I, I loved it. Like, I was, like, so proud of it. And I brought it home and I gave it to my mom for Mother's Day or Hanukkah or her birthday, something. And I was, like, so proud of it. And my mom put it on the shelf. And I was just like, I got my mom this. This is her first legit gift from yeah. me. I was so proud of it. And Miranda broke it. On purpose? I doubt it. I doubt it. Well, then it's this. (laughs) But I was mad. I was big mad. Yeah. Big, big mad. And, you know, sometimes. I'm glad you're healing from that now, Sarah. (sighs) Yeah, I'll bring it up in therapy. We'll put it Mm -hmm. on the uh, docket. Another thing to talk about. This (laughs) therapist's making a lot of money from me, but she deserves (laughs) it. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Dawson's Creek. We're talking about season six, episode four, instant karma with an exclamation point. Mm-hmm. We're rocking and rolling. This was a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, hold on. Can I just like do one more eggy thing? Of course. Okay. So I'm going to give you a multiple choice question. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, What is karma? That is the question. Option A, my boyfriend. Option B, a god. Option C, the breeze in my hair on the weekend. Um, Option D, a relaxing thought. Option E, um, a cat. Um, This is some Taylor Swift lyrics. What is the answer? Uh, The cat. Most of karma. Karma is a cat. cat. Yeah. Purring on your lap because it loves you. Mm, yeah, but then it knocks something over on the table because it's yeah, cat. Yeah, like a goddamn acrobat. Yep. 
Uh, the the correct answer was all of the above. Oh, sorry. Yeah, um, can I just say up. that yeah. I somehow am on Taylor TikTok, and I it was not on purpose. Okay, <laughs> they found me. They found you. That's what happens. They so found they, me. Yeah. I've watched. Oh, a guard. Oh my God, a garter came off of her leg, and oh. she had the backup singers fix it. What a goddess! Okay. So, I've gotten yeah. like, oh, yeah. look at her hair in the Florida humidity. Yeah. Okay, like, so uh, once again, oh God, why is this turning into like a Taylor Swift? Because podcast? you're on the podcast. That's yeah. why. So just okay. So the, she had a show, her shows this weekend in Tampa, and night one was very uncharacteristically like cursed. A lot of things happened that night that were like mess up because it's in Florida. Because it's in Florida. Number one, her hair. Has been like perfectly straight this entire tour, and everybody's like, Is she wearing a wig? Is she like getting dry shampooed in between? Because it's looked so perfect. Um, yeah, Florida was like, Frick, no, uh, it's not a wig. There's just so much going on. I don't know. Like, it became curly throughout the night, and she messed up. She like thanked her openers, but said the wrong name and her mic pack got unplugged and her garter broke. Like, oh, there was she a- fell at some point I saw. No, no, no. She didn't fall. So like there's this part in the show where she um, the stage opens up and she does a oh, dive. No. I saw that. This is something else. She got tripped by one of the like backup singers or something at one point. How is that? I know this and you don't see why is TikTok infesting my brain with all this Taylor Swift? I did not hear that Taylor Swift got tripped. She Um, did. She straight up, I literally watched a TikTok of it and she fell. Backup singer, are they fired? I don't know any of these people. I don't even care. How's that? Just just asking. Anyway, Anyway, um, yeah, instant karma. Yes, instant karma. Uh, we start off the episode on set, and Todd is like really upset about this. He says they screwed up everything. They're a bunch of bloody idiots. Yeah. Well, so basically, this is supposed to take place in the seventies, and Todd has cited that the set has a DVD player and a bunch of things that are not uh doesn't make sense for the era. Yeah. So he's very unhappy. He's stressed out because this is the first day that I think that they're actually filming. Everything else has been prepped. Yeah. And he um you know it's interesting. Like he really relies on Dawson as Dawson is a actually a really good assistant to And this the does not surprise me that Dawson is a good assistant. I yeah, gotta no, say no. he's a tries to be a people pleaser he can follow simple directions um he's we've all said that he's dumb as heck but not that dumb no he's smart enough to be this guy's assistant and i do love his convictions because todd wants to smoke but it took him six months to quit his grandfather died of lung cancer and dawson says listen you told me i'm not supposed to let you smoke and todd offers him twelve thousand dollars and yeah. Dawson still won't bend. He's just like, no, you're not allowed to smoke. We already talked about this. Yeah, to be honest with you, if I was Dawson, I'd be like, enjoy your cigarette. Please write the check out to Sarah Ferguson. <laughs> I need the money. Yeah, I mean, 
I would take 12K. Todd sucks because yeah. the next thing he says is, I really want to get a close up of Natasha's nipples, put the AC on them, and make sure they really pop. Uh, is that that bad? It's disgusting. Yeah. So, yeah, we are, <laughs> I guess it's pretty gross. So yeah. we're talking about the lead actress of this movie, Natasha. Yeah. And Natasha was supposed to be picked up at the airport. And the issue is that Todd had fired the AD who was supposed to, or the assistant who was supposed right. to pick up the intern and didn't tell Dawson. So Natasha, the historically difficult actress who yeah. everybody's kind of afraid of is just sitting at the airport and it's Dawson's job to run and get Natasha from the airport. Now, why didn't they just send her a car? Uh, great like question. Like get a car service. Great you question. Know? Or why didn't Natasha take a cab? Like, Well, why? I feel like there's a – okay, if you're having like a fancy pants actress, she's going to be like, I don't want to take a cab. But if you send like a car service a to car her, first service. of all, it would get there quicker than Dawson yeah. can. Yeah, there's this car service in New York that – gosh, what's the number? I think it's like 777-7777. What? Yeah, they that's, got that number. That's they wild. got that number, and that's like the car service in wow. Manhattan. And but the funny thing is, is that there's a competing car service. It's six six six. No, six six six. No, I'm what? serious. I'm serious. Yeah, I bet people. Okay, I bet people don't use the six 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 one because they're afraid of like they're superstitious about like the devil. <laughs> Probably. So the funniest thing is that one time, um, at my old assistant job when I was an assistant, um, I was told to oh, gosh i was told to use one service over the other yeah and then i think i booked the <gasps> wrong you, they probably told you don't use that fucking 666 yeah. one and you booked the 666 one oops oh no everyone's yeah. cursed for life now you you wonder well, why you have cursed socks that's why were you wearing those socks when it happened probably probably we figured it all out um, so, yeah, so Dawson has to go pick up Natasha, which is a big problem because um, that's his ex who he broke up with uh, after he slept with Joey. Yeah, but we didn't know that. Did we know we that? We didn't know that. Uh, um, Did we know the name Natasha? Did we know the name Natasha? We might have. Maybe, I, but I will not say enough I didn't... for it to click. No, I kind of assumed it was her once we heard, oh, there's this big actress coming. I'm like, oh, I bet this is the one that Dawson had slept with because we heard, like, it was an actress he slept with. I don't think for me it clicked until we were in the car, but nonetheless, yeah, that's so very the drama, exciting. which, you know what I love? Drama. 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 Yeah. Love drama. Yes. Um. So then we're, uh, okay, so we're at the bar, Hell's Kitchen, where Joey works, and uh, Eddie is there, and he's talking about, oh, like, the paper is due really soon, and you've barely read the book, so... Joey is like behind. This is interesting. She never is behind on her schoolwork. No, and I think it's a example of taking on too much to your plate. I yeah. think that when you're taking accelerated classes by choice, by the way, and you have a nearly full-time job on top of school and you have four other classes that you have to take in a raging social life, sometimes, yeah. you know, these types of things go by the wayside. And yeah. 
I don't know. Because the thing is, is that like she's reading her schoolwork at work. So she's not being the best employee. No, that's she's the not thing. being the best student either. When you half ass two things, it's not you're not whole assing anything. Ooh, and wait, so, is that a saying? Uh no, it's more of a an adoption of a Ron Swanson mantra. Oh. Well, I kind of like what you just said. If you half ass two things, then you're not you're not pulling your full ass into anything. Pull it okay. It was more elegant before, but yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I you like gotta that. You got to stick that booty bump out if no, you want to full ass something. Oh my gosh. What that booty do, <laughs> I guess. What that booty do. Um, And so Joey is like, I hate this story. It's just a long sentence. It has macho posturing and misogyny. Uh, And so, yeah. So Eddie, like there's definite chemistry between Eddie and Joey. And I feel like I've, I said this on the podcast last time, but I'm going to repeat it here. Eddie is the most attractive guy we have on the show and it's not close. Um, I don't know. I think we have a lot of cuties this season. Yeah, but I think he's the cutest. Although I will say yeah. too much hair product in my opinion. Well, what are we going to do? Everyone it's the has 90s, too much hair product. You know, Pacey, or it's early aughts. Pacey had gallons of gel in his hair. Yeah. In this episode. That's Gallons. fair. And it looked really bad. Yeah. Um, I do love, too, Eddie calls Joey out for being an angry person. He's like, why are you so angry? And she's like, okay. I'm not angry. Yes, you are, Joey. You're an angry we've been, girl. We've been asking that question for two and a half years. Yes. And she is angry. She's always been angry. And it's been a, like, rough around the edges thing. And it used to be, oh, she's, like, you know, the creek girl. The creek trash from down the road but yeah. i mean once a lifer pessimistic always a lifer pessimistic yeah so he gets a phone call um saying like oh that's a pretty big order okay sure i'll work on it and did you know right away that it was going to be the film set when he took no, his order I'm no i didn't either dumb as shit i don't know what to say i, I didn't think about it they kept all. me on the to my toes i really liked this episode i was every yeah. single time i was gasping yeah in surprise all the drama <laughs> all the drama so we were at uh i don't know numbers incorporated <laughs> numbers incorporated where pc yeah. works yeah numbers incorporated that sounds like the name to me yeah uh Big charts, big graphs on the computers at number. Bar graphs literally everywhere. <laughs> the statistics. Yeah. So Pacey gets a call from Audrey who's calling. <gasps> uh, you know what from... I just realized? What's that? This is exactly the type of job that Mr. McPhee wanted for Jack to be yeah, constantly I know. calculating number crunching. You know? I know, I know. Except that it's kind of I think Excel or whatever program they're using at Numbers Incorporated creates these graphs. And I think that Mr. McPhee is a traditionalist. And oh. I think that he doesn't like it when Excel does the math. I think yeah. that like he likes to punch in the numbers. Yeah, so, he doesn't trust the system. He needs to no, do it No, because he, you know, he's kind of a, a boomer or like, um, you know, he's like old school. So he's like, yeah. oh, these computers, I can't trust them. He's like, it was hard enough to have a transition from that little, um, that toy with the little balls where you like push it from <laughs> one side. An abacus. <laughs> like it was hard enough transition to yeah. go from my abacus to the calculator, but now I'm not I going believe, to a computer. Yeah, yeah, I can't go to the computer. Yeah, T9 only. T9. I can see that for him. Yeah. T T S T9's the texting. What was the calculator called? 
a T T I don't know. It was a graphing calculator. Was it TX? Did anybody understand how to use the graphing calculator? I had to for high school. Yeah. I don't think I ever really made graphs, but guess who does have graphs? Numbers Incorporated. Audrey calls the number to Numbers Incorporated. Do you know the numbers to Numbers Incorporated? It's probably all the numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Nine, 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 nine. And Audrey is is like, oh, we have like a really huge party we're going to go to. But PC has to study for his like exams coming the up. Sevens? Did he call it the sevens exam? Listen, we know that we'll have to con- confer with our business acumen person, Adam, because he knows all about. Oh my god! This, Do you have to call Adam? We we're gonna have him on the podcast this season. We can wait to get his thoughts. Okay. Spoiler alert: Adam's coming on the podcast this season. Okay. I mean, I anyway. honestly would have called him, but fair enough. I know you would have, but we need to save something for when he comes on the okay, podcast. Okay. So th- there's this business test. I think most um, series most- seventeen. No, series seven. Series seven. So <laughs> that's a different number, Jessica. I know Audrey thinks it's series seventeen. <laughs> so essentially, you know, most careers have tests that you have to do for certain certifications interior design has one obviously doctors and lawyers have these tests yeah did you ever have to take a test to become a insurance specialist uh no like there's certifications you can get and i did take a bunch of tests to get those certifications but they're not required to do my job yeah 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 but it certainly helps especially when you're in the job hunting process yeah so pacey has to study he can't come out and audrey's like really disappointed she's like come on like we haven't hung out in a while. We haven't fucked in a while. Like, yeah, more... she's she's getting really upset that PC yeah. is being more adult PC than like college yeah. PC. Yeah, what's the equivalent to hangry when you're just horny? Uh, well, because it's I mean, horn. If you're, horn-gry? I mean, you're just like you just bad. dry. What? Yeah. <laughs> um. You're just thirsty. Yeah. That's what it is. Thirsty, thirsty. Yeah, she's very she's thirsty. thirsty. She's she has not been quenched in a while. Yeah. Well, no, actually, we find out later that they still have sex three times a week. Okay. Apparently, like, that's according not a lot. to Audrey, this is not a lot. But not I will lot. say, the I would do anything for that. <laughs> the similarities between you and Audrey continue because yeah. she does say, "Go be studious and boring, my love." Yeah. And you say, yeah. "My love," all the time. Oh, I do, right? Yeah. So I'm I saying. Do. Okay. So, so she goes and he goes, be debaucherous and whatever he says. Silly. Yeah. Silly, silly and debaucherous. I thought that was really cute. I know. I like that he, what I will say about Pacey, because we're going to trash him a bit this episode. However, when I'm looking at this moment, I will say that I like how he isn't like trying to stop her from going out. No, he's like, you have fun. I have to stay here and study and be boring, but you have a great time. Yeah. And um, why is Audrey dressed like a milkmaid is my question. Uh, I don't know, but I that's, hate it. That's it's a weird today. look and oh, I don't like it. Also, I really want to know what like, do you think that because Pacey's like, I'm going to do that thing that you like. And he does some like weird finger movements. Do you think it's the shocker? Um does audrey like the shocker i don't think so nobody really likes the shocker i feel i felt like it was more like he was gonna go down on her but he did that finger felt more movements like, but like maybe he's doing both 
that is okay. That's what I'm thinking. We'll do that. But I will say, I don't want, like, it's, it's one of those things, like, like 69ing like somebody likes it out yeah, there yeah but it's more a concept thing than like but in reality exactly yeah. like i need like a whole preparation if, the, if, if i need doing... a manual on how to do something like it's probably not worth doing <laughs> i need to get into the right mindset i need to prepare myself physically and mentally if we're going there and like, emotionally i don't want to be shocked and that's the problem <laughs> with the shocker. Yeah, I agree. Don't surprise me in that way. Don't Not there me. for it. Yeah. You know, I can I you know, okay. Well, we're moving forward. Yeah. So Audrey's really upset. She wants to just go home. And Jen says, You can't. It's like the biggest best party tonight. You cannot go home. Um, and meanwhile, Jack wants to go home. He's like, I want to watch Kate and Leopold. <laughs> Jack, why are you being so boring? I know, I know. But Jen is the exciting one. She wants to go yeah. get drunk, even though she has terrible, terrible hair. Um, and she says, we're going to go <laughs> dance on tabletops. We're going to scream, woohoo! We're going to party like it's 1999. And she gets the others into it. So okay, good job, yeah. Jen. Yes, but also we know that Jack is the best woo girl we have. And he really his is. Woo, his woo wasn't as wooing Well, because he wasn't on is. spring break. That's true. Or he wasn't about to go to Costa Rica. Woo woo. Woo. Uh, Yeah, it's really upsetting. But, you know, here we are. He wasn't into it. So we have Dawson at our favorite place in the world, the airport. (laughs) The airport. Yeah. Uh, What amazing things are we going to see at the airport this time? Not much. Just Natasha calling him Donald and dumb. Yeah, she's not very pleasant to be around currently. They're in the car. It's like super awkward. She needs Evian water and Altoids and he already got them because he's a great assistant. Or he's a good boyfriend. Both. Could be both. He's a good boyfriend. That's what it is. He knows what his ex likes. Yeah. Do you like Evian water and Altoids? Um, you know what? I don't really think Evian is that good, but... I don't know why people are so obsessed with Evian water. I don't really notice a difference, to be honest, with Evian water. I just think that I'm just such a Poland spring bitch. Yeah, you're a loyal bitch. I'm very, very loyal. On Poland spring, we are still looking for that Poland spring sponsorship. We would love to be sponsored by you because we both love Poland spring. I love Poland spring. And in addition Mm -hmm. to that, my plants love Poland spring, too, because Poland spring makes distilled water. And... Everybody in the Ferguson household loves Poland Spring. I'm just saying. So, but Evian is like the fancy bitch water, you know? Yeah. Like it's even fancier than even the bottle. Fancy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, have you ever seen the water mist spray by Evian? I don't understand. It's just water that has a a mister on it. Essentially, it's like an aerosol can. What are you supposed to do with it? It's like if you're on the beach and you're hot, no. you missed yourself with Evian no. water. Yes. Let me tell you, I have a revelation for everyone. There are yeah. fans that have built-in misters. No, you but it's not Evian water. water. But who cares about it? It's for your face. Not You're not consuming it. Yeah, the same boss that I had to call the car service for no. also always had these little Evian misters. That's obnoxious. Well, I'm sure Natasha has it. Ugh. So, yeah. So, she's, she's like, really upset. She has this big scene tonight. 
Um, and Natasha starts drinking. She has one of those like itty bitty bottles of alcohol. So small, not enough to get this girl drunk, but apparently, uh, maybe she's on like number five. I don't know. That's true. She probably had a couple drinks on the plane or something. Um, yeah. but she wants to stop at a florist. She has to get Todd Lilies, but Dawson's like, we're already late, but she's like, well, if I'm mad, everyone's going to be upset. So he yeah, has to she, stop. Yeah. She's like, don't make me a monster. And then this is like the revelation where I think we realize that they're, they, they had were the ones. Yes, exactly. This is the girl. Yeah. She is the woman. So Back at uh, Numbers Incorporated, Ronaldo comes out and he says to uh, he says to PC, like, listen, the higher ups are going to hit some clubs. You're coming with us. And he says, no, I have to study. And I understand where what Ronaldo is saying, like, no, your socialization with these guys are much more important than like one night of studying. I do agree. I do, too. I do, too, because I think and I think PC. First of all, it depends on who you are, but PC is a social guy. We've seen him charm the pants off of people. And like, this is a really good opportunity for him to get in with the higher ups. Exactly. And networking is, it's all about who you know. Especially when it's like a bro-y environment like this. It's toxic. Yeah. Like I agree. The right thing to do is study for your test, but it's almost like it's more valuable for you to network and befriend these people you're more likely to build yourself up in this office if you do so unfortunately or fortunately i don't know it depends on if you're charismatic like pacey yeah totally yeah but i do think his one slip up is i think he can easily say hey i'll meet you downstairs i have to make a quick call and give and give Audrey the heads up Well, he picks up the call he's like i have to call my girlfriend no ronaldo is like that's cute I know, but that's what I'm saying. I think he could have. I think I know he could have asserted himself. He could have asserted himself and just been like, listen, bro, like my girlfriend's not going to be happy if I don't tell her like I'm going to tell her quickly. I feel like that's a bad move. But like, I understand his position. It's kind of tough. So, yeah. So uh, he goes and is off and Pacey does not call Audrey to give her the heads up that he's going out like because what he could have done is like called Audrey and be like, I think I'm going to this club. You guys should come here. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. I think he could have been like, Hey, we're going out, meet me at this club and, or we'll meet up X, Y, Z place. Or I'll meet Um, up with you after that. Yeah. So he doesn't do that. Uh, Back in the movie set, Donald and Natasha arrive because she keeps calling him Donald. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, I disagree. I think that he looks like a Dawson. Dawson is a hundred percent a better name than Donald. Yeah, not Donald is a duck. Donald is a Doug. A duck. Oh, a duck. duck. You were like, how do I translate this in my brain? You know what Donald it was? is a Doug. Doug is better. Okay. In the rankings, it goes Dawson, Doug, uh, Donald. Uh, I agree. I what about where does Ronald go into that? Uh, before before to, Donald. Before So Donald. Dawson, Doug, Ronald, Donald. We have to keep in mind the nicknames. So Don and Ron. I would, I mean, considering I know someone I hate named Donald, I got to go Ron. I think Ron is better than Don. Okay, yeah, I'll go there. I think Dawson is definitely like numero uno there. 
Um, but Todd is like, oh my God, like he's really upset with Dawson because Natasha's drunk and they're super late. They're running behind schedule. So they need to get her into wardrobe like immediately. And this goes absolutely horribly wrong. I just like don't know if I agree. Well, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it does. So basically Dawson has to babysit her, which is fine and he follows her and basically she starts just going off on him like she waited the entire car ride to speak her mind and she's just like you know what i don't need to listen to you you dumped me for your friend a um old friend a couple weeks ago and she's like um and she's she asks dawson like oh yeah so like how is that girl that you dumped me for and dawson gives her a look and she's like oh you got dumped already. Pathetic. Yeah, that is so sad. You are pathetic, Donald. The most pathetic. Yep. You got broken up with. And I mean, this is not the best fight that we get between the two of them. But um, we do have Dawson apologizing. She's like, if you hate me, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, and she goes, I don't hate you. I pity you and i liked this because it feels okay because we were all pissed off at dawson before for not telling joey and everything right well now you feel a little bit better because he's had his comeuppance about it like karma is a bitch <laughs> like karma I is know. a cat that's gonna knock shit off your shelf exactly. so he's getting a nice healthy dose of karma and it makes yep. you feel better about the situation because he didn't just do something bad and get away with it he's having to deal with the repercussions yeah and i like that natasha gets the opportunity to be like you really fucked me over like we had something going and it yeah. was working and then you dropped me out of nowhere on a voice message machine dawson you are not a real man you did not do this in front of me in a person-to-person thing you just dumped me on an answer machine fuck you donald fuck you yeah and then donald's like hey how about i get you some coffee or like a bagel or something and she's like do you think i got this body by eating carbs you fucking idiot moron (laughs) She doesn't say that, but no. that's probably what she's thinking. Yeah. She's like, do you want to help me? You want to help me? Just get out of my face or something I like feel like that. at this point, know. maybe, I mean, maybe it's not allowed, but I feel like Dawson should make himself scarcely available when she's trying to do her work because it's just yeah. like a major distraction. But yeah. she is so drunk that she keeps messing up all the scenes. She's like giggling all the time. She's just, breaking okay. out of character. Okay. This is, so the thing with this is, is that. Up until she gets strangled, I didn't think it was that bad. So I don't understand why they couldn't just like use bits and pieces to bits like and pieces. Why yeah. does it have to be a one shot? I don't know. But one of my favorite moments is when she accidentally hits the guy in the groin, yeah. and then she goes, "Oh, I got you in the woo." <laughs> and this guy in the green mask has such an attitude oh my god he is he hates it it's like excuse me sir you don't even get to show your real face in this movie you don't deserve to have attitude natasha is an up-and-coming actress she just won the nickelodeon kids choice award for biggest (laughs) bitch in a movie yeah you don't have you're nothing you are nothing green faced guy um also she was she goes ow my boobs (laughs) 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 
funny, but it really is. Yeah. So he's <sighs> the, the the other actor storms off, and everybody is like, "Oh my god, this is such a headache." And Todd straight up asks, "Is Natasha drunk?" And Dawson lies at first, but then admits, "Yeah, he's like maybe like, yeah, a little, a little." Uh, um, so yeah. big, big drama on the set. <laughs> uh, then we go back to Pacey, who is like they're leaving a club, and it looks like it's going really well. Um, Ronaldo says he's impressed with Pacey. Three hot women tried to hit on him, and he turned down every single one. Um, and uh, uh, at the same exact time, Jen, Jack, and Audrey are coming out of Hell's Kitchen and going yeah. to their party. Yeah, and, this was obvious to me that this was going to happen. Oh, we all knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah. So then and it turns out like neither of them or no. Audrey says it's on Waverly Road next to the giant supermarket that has the free aisle. And it's an aisle with little plastic bins filled with food that you can snack on while you shop. And Jen says, those are bulk bins. Uh-oh. This cracked me up because it feels <laughs> so true that someone would think those are just like free snacks. Uh, yeah, this is very much a parallel from when I was a kid and I stole tomatoes from the yeah. salad bar. Yeah. And I got in trouble for my Hysterical. dad. Yeah. So it's so funny. I, I remember like they note. like what is she snacking on? Like walnuts? I assumed it was some kind of nut. Yeah. Yeah, a nut. <laughs> Just <laughs> this is our free almond bin. It was so funny. Uh and of course, boom, they bump into Audrey, and Audrey is pissed. She says, yeah. Don't touch me. He says, I didn't lie. I was studying. This work thing came up. And Audrey is just like, I knew you were at a strip club. Like, since when does stuffing dollars down a G-string count as work? Um, And I just feel like Pacey doesn't necessarily handle this the best way either. Because he says, you can't possibly understand how important it is that they invited me to come out with him. I don't think saying that she can't understand something is going to go over very well, you know? Right, because I think that that's insinuating that she's stupid. And of course, she's going to get offended by that. Um, Of course she is because she refers to it later on at the party that is just like, I'm just stupid. I'm dumb. Like nobody, like I don't get anything. I'm rich. I'm spoiled. And like, this is like the type of stuff because he's like, I need to work hard. I can't just frick around, you know? Yeah. I have to work and I can't go partying and I have to take things seriously and she's like you know you're right I am just a rich dumb airhead I can't possibly understand anything um he hit a nerve for her yeah I definitely think that they both are right in some regards the issue and the fundamental problem with their relationship and most is the communication yeah i'd say partly communication and partly that they're in just like two totally different times in their life where he's focused on work and she is a college girl who wants to party and that doesn't make either one of them wrong it's just they're in different spaces and the fact that he didn't tell her this was going to be happening obviously makes him look like he was a liar um which he she has trust issues with pacey because of cheating yes um and I think that the fact that he was out with some girl 
or girls like at a strip club probably upsets her too but it's like you know once again like it's important to network for pacey it's he really does have a lot of responsibility he's now paying for an apartment he has you know he can't expenses he has expenses he's never had anybody support him neither of these two two people are wrong it's just that they're not communicating their needs and then there's a lot of like you don't understand this or like you Uh, are being boring it's a lot of the you things and the arguments that it's just what happens when you're in a really young immature relationship in my opinion like these are things that like i feel like people discover as they've been in more relationships and they get a little bit older they realize not to like point the finger so much and instead you could say like this is how i'm feeling rather than you made me feel this way like there's a big big difference in that yeah Um, and 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 also they're kind of hitting each other's nerves as well because for yes like because like obviously pacey hates being called a slacker when he's never felt supported about anything he's done he doesn't feel like when he feels like he's getting a win and like people don't appreciate that or acknowledge that he hates that audrey obviously doesn't like feeling like she's not intelligent she doesn't like that she her mother is very like i remember her mom was just like you know micromanaging her life and like judging her and she doesn't like the feeling of being judged for just being herself yeah um and i feel like pacey's hitting that nerve so uh it's it's a problem yeah it's not great uh she stomps off and he's kind of left there um then we go to the we go back to hell's kitchen where uh eddie says he has like a big delivery um come on like you have to come with me um and again they're just talking about like uh eddie basically accuses joey of being um being like safe or being boring uh like she doesn't she just doesn't follow like impulses like she can't be uncomfortable is what he says yeah. And she says, like, oh, I almost went to Paris. Like, Joey, that's not the flex that you think it is. <laughs> we Okay, if Joey went to Paris, I feel like it would have changed her life. Me too. For she would have come back with a whole different mindset. Yes, it, it would have been expensive and you wouldn't have your nest egg. But, like, at least she would have done something for her, for herself. I know. Like, look how happy Andy is in Italy. So much so is that we haven't even seen what she's been up to. (laughs) She's having so much fun. We haven't even seen her. We haven't even seen her because she's just having such a great time. Yeah. Uh, So these two are bickering as they do. And she has to go make this mysterious delivery, which, of course, leads us to the big drama of the episode. But before we get there. We have, we're at this house party or a frat party. The girls are already drunk. Already drunk. Oh my God. Especially Audrey. This was amazing, I have to say. We love the drunk teenagers at Dawson's Creek. And Audrey is, you know, Audrey is like the type of drunk that's like, you know, she's a yacker when she's drunk. Yeah, she, she's like she keeps so she keeps talking about pacey Pacey. and like i i understand like there everyone has a drunk friend who 
gets on a subject and cannot get off that topic and that's oh, audrey yes. here right like this is like he oh bringing gosh. it up is so annoying one time i was at a party and there is these two people that for literally i'm not exaggerating i think it was a three-hour argument about if the nightmare before christmas was a halloween movie or no. a christmas movie how annoying it was so annoying they would not stop arguing about it and uh, it was hours long yeah and i was just like this is so annoying i'm like you fucking idiots it's both it doesn't matter yeah. just stop it but they would not stop arguing about it yeah oh my god that was the worst and even though audrey is just like she keeps apologizing she's just gonna keep doing it um and yeah. uh and audrey's like we're literally down to three times a week uh and this is when jen is like i'm gonna go get a beer <laughs> yeah jen's like i'm tapping out of this conversation yeah, and so she bumps into uh, CJ, who is the guy from the whole helper community group thing. Yeah, CJ. And she spills her beer on him. You cannot uh, get me to make out with the CJ, I'm telling you. Um, first of all, we need to look at his necklace. The, the name, not him. Just what's, what's up with the necklace? Oh, what's, then, okay. So it's worse than like a here? puka shell necklace because it's mm -hmm. on a string – and there's like three or four giganto like wood beads on it. Oh no! And I fucking—it's so hideous. Yeah, this is the type of thing that you get when you go on your family vacation to Barbados. Yes, yes. And he like he has his hair parted down the middle, which also is a big no-no for me. <laughs> it's not and great, Bob. I can't. Um, I, I do mean, think that he has a good-looking face, though. Well, I mean, yeah, of course, his face is fine. It's just that, like the the style is not good. Yeah. So Jen is kind of like overcompensating because like this guy is supposed to be like a good guy that helps children or whatever he does. And yeah. she's like, I'm a screw up. I'm drunk. You know, that's you me. caught me. You yeah. caught me. I'm sorry. I'm not like this role model like you think I am. Yeah. I love how her saying, "Uh, you know what? I'm drunk. And maybe you should. If, if that bothers you, maybe you shouldn't come to a party where drunk people are going to drink because that's what happens at a party. It's a party <laughs> fact. She gets so defensive so quickly. Like, and I really loved it. Yeah. But like he he's not saying anything. Like he didn't say she she's just putting words in his mouth. Of course. Yeah. yeah so he's like, uh, you know what? Like, you just really think I'm a loser, don't you? And she's like, no, no. I just think that you're, like, a nice guy. And, like, nice guys Ew. don't go to parties and get drunk. Yeah. And he's like, you don't know me at all. Okay. Whatever, bro. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So we're back with Audrey, who is going on and on about her phone. And, like, yeah. she, he could Has he called. even tried to call me? No. No. And then... Guess who shows up? I at can't the with party, this Jessica. Oh, why are we, this is the third, yeah, third, yeah, teacher student relationship. I yeah. think third, right? We had Tammy, yeah, and then we had the Professor Wilder, and now yeah. this one. I think that's yeah. It. So this is the Ugh. pop culture professor. I, I honestly, I don't think I know his name at all. Professor Freeman, I guess. Freeman. Okay, so Jack is very eager to see him and he's like hey like what's going on like why are you here and i don't know i think that like professor freeman is one of those that meme with steve buscemi he's like hey guys i'm just hey, a kid. fellow children yeah. <laughs> fellow children i'm here to learn what fellow children like 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is so weird. So they're yeah. gonna hang out for a while. Yeah, they they're talking. I don't I don't understand about what we are Ugh. back on set, and uh, Joey and Eddie come to deliver their food, and yeah. this is where I mean, Joey realizes where she's at and she's like of freaking course yeah of course we're at a movie set right of now of course we're here and she recognizes the movie set this is where i think i would be like eddie i'm gonna help you bring in some of the stuff and then i'm just gonna wait in the car yeah i agree she doesn't have to go as far as she does with all of this i feel mm-hmm. like the move is to just wait in the car but you know yeah but joey, obviously joey wants to be seen to be honest yeah, with you she does so we're we're back at the party. Yeah, we're playing quarter. <laughs> cor- I've never played quarters, but I played it once. I'm not very good at it. So we have the girls, Jen and Audrey, are hanging out with guys, and they're playing quarters. And I guess it's like a drinking game. So they're both mm-hmm. getting drunk, drunk. Yeah, uh, they are both getting sillies. Audrey particularly is like wasted. And she gets a phone call on her cellular device. And it and has the little antenna that you pull up. It has the little antenna device. that probably oh has the antenna charm, right? Yes, yes. And she picks it up and it's Pacey. And she's like, deep cleansing breaths. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be chill. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Pacey, I just, let me say this. I want to let you know that I am so rich. I'm such a dummy. And I just, I'm a rich airhead. And you know what? I am totally capable of doing this. And then she throws her cellular phone in the thing of beer. This is so ridiculous. And she just is like, boom, right in. Yeah. And uh, I and really showed you, Pacey. Really yeah. showed you. Like, and and then she starts like chugging because Janice is like, oh my God, you drowned your phone. Ha ha ha. And then Audrey starts chugging and Jen is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Slow, yeah, slow down, down a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, how much rice is it going to take to save this phone? Oh, you can't. I don't even. I mean, maybe. I mean, a phone back in the day. Back you, in the day, those things were indestructible. Yeah, I think it that probably would be right. To be honest with you, I think that if she took the phone out of the beer, I think it would be okay. It might still work. Those Nokia's strong as fuck. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're back on the movie set, and they're like setting up all the food. And Joey wants to leave, but Eddie says we have to be paid first. And I'm like, so make funny. Eddie do this and take care of it. Go. I'm leaving yeah. the facility. He has seniority. Yeah. So basically, Joey has to go to Dawson to get the money, and so uh, Joey goes up to Dawson, and it's automatically awkward. Like, well, first just like, of all, hey, I feel like hey. Joey is a bit. I don't know. Joey's a bit obnoxious here because Dawson says like, oh, what are you doing here? And Joey says, nice to see you too. It's like, yeah, I thought that was nice to see you, Joey. Like, I don't understand how this is a big deal because he's not me. He, I don't think he ordered the food. So like, is he, maybe he did. Who knows? But he didn't even know. Even if he ordered the food, he didn't know she was going to bring it. Exactly. So like in his mind, he's like, oh crap. Like she's here to talk to me. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, and then she's obnoxious and she's like, I brought the food, duh. Yeah, they're and- just like very snippy towards one another. It like starts off yeah. on a bad foot and then it continues down that path of yeah. just being very snippy. And of course, this is exactly when Natasha comes out. 
Uh, yeah, which is so and perfect. She, does she? I guess she recognizes Joey. No, no, or... no. What happens is Todd knows Joey because oh, he met her. of course. And so he says, "Oh, Natasha, have you met Jocelyn's friend Joey?" And Natasha knows. He's like, "She's like, oh, this is her, isn't it?" Yeah, and she is pissed. She's like, "I can't believe that you brought her here tonight. The girl you dumped me for after I gave you the best." Sex of your life. Exactly. This is what I want to focus on because she's like, you said that. You said that was the best sex of your life. Yeah. Um, Okay. Okay. So we are trashing. Well, two people. We're trashing trashing Jen and we're trashing that film critic girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, I mean, I can see it. Like Natasha seems like she would be like crazy in bed but like crazy yeah. fun well i also, also think- a little bit crazy like yeah, she's like I- the type of person that's like pull my fucking hair oh my god <laughs> yeah exactly <sighs> like pull my hair and then like i don't know handcuff me to the bedpost like that's i also Natasha. think that dawson would say this to like a lot of people no i don't think so do you don't think i could see i him, think i could see him saying it no. like like just absent-mindedly a lot no, because if you think about it i think that jen and um dawson they were i know we hate this over at shit 90 shows taught me we mm-hmm. hate it we, it gives us the ick but I, they were making love you know there wasn't like hot <laughs> fire like you know it was good yeah. sex because it was intimate this yeah. i think natasha is fucking crazy it's like crazy i think sex. that she's yeah. like on top writing him like a cowgirl i could see that i definitely could see that and then she's like fucking slap me and he's like what what and he goes she goes slap me hard and yeah. he does yeah yeah it's crazy <laughs> she's crazy in bed i just know it yeah um, and uh and she goes on and on she's just like oh dawson's the kind of girl, guy who will walk a girl home help her over a rain puddle real gentleman then he'll sleep with her tell her yeah. she's the best he ever had and break up yeah. with her answering machine so yeah. nice to meet you i'll be in your my trailer if you need me yeah sick sick I, this was mm-hmm. fun it was fun because i love the drama i this was so I fun eat it up yeah uh and <laughs> Joey is just like, because you know Joey. So what do you think that Joey's first thing that she's thinking about is? Joey is like even more pissed at Dawson. She's like, unbelievable that like you called sex with her the best sex of your life. What does that mean sex with me was? You know what exactly. I mean? Like, that's exactly. What that's what she's thinking. Meanwhile, Joey, who calls sex with people fine, is thinking that. And honestly, I know for a fact that she is not as good at bed as natasha is i mean first of all she's just probably strictly, less experienced exactly so, just strictly yeah. due to experience but also just like you just know you yeah know? you could you tell no i've seen um, joey kiss joey is know. joey is just a like log in bed like paris hilton in that sex tape yes she doesn't move doesn't move and she kind of makes weird noises i bet i i hear the voices or the noises and i you know we we got the e we have the e but i don't think we have the e enough but it's nasally and it's whiny yeah i can you're right i can probably do like one little sound one do one sound Uh. (laughs) 
That's it, Why right? Is it? Why is it so accurate? <laughs> you just know it. You just know it. You can no, hear it you can in your it. noggin. You can see it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's so it. true. <laughs> It's so true. Oh my god, it's How so embarrassing bad. for her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I, I know. Like, oh, it's NSFW. I'm sorry, but well, they should know what true. they're getting into when they listen to this podcast. It's just so. true. Okay, we so, put out how many episodes at this point? Oh um, my god. So she, she, Natasha just storms off. Joey's earth is shattering around her. Todd is like, what did I do? And uh, Dawson's sitting here like really fucking a man yeah and then we're back to the inappropriate relationship where apparently jack and professor freeman are talking about um like what's it called uh the simpsons or whatever and we find out that um his wife is expecting and she told him yesterday she's at a conference in philly and he just like couldn't be alone right now and he feels like really ridiculous excuse me what he says um honestly who like this relationship is so annoying to me like all i want is jack to be happy and to like be in his slut era and it's really upsetting yeah i i agree he's infatuated with this professor but i kind of feel like he's starting to get the ick from this episode oh wait later on yes yeah like i don't think that this professor coming to this party helped the situation at all no he needs to be more mysterious and like aloof for jack to like him that's right the tea. yeah so like he's kind of this professor is running from his problems he's about to have a child his wife yeah. is you know really there like and he's evaluating his life and he's probably questioning his sexuality he's like what am i doing yeah. here so yeah. um he's basically running away from his problems yeah by coming to this college party so it's kind of pathetic He's very pathetic. Yes. Yeah, he's pathetic. Yeah. Uh, so, God, Pacey is hanging out with Ronaldo at another yeah. bar. And Ronaldo is like, Excuse me, why are you not having the best time of your life? There's yeah, strippers we're at a strip here. Club. Come on. There's naked women. Fun. There's breasts everywhere. Um, you know, go have fun. And Pacey's thinking about Audrey. He's like, I really fucked up. And Ronaldo gives him this fake story about, like, I had a girl and I messed up. And is this now or is this later? This is now. No, yeah. He says, like, that he hurt her. And basically he did the same thing Pacey did where he spent the whole night trying to call her and she wouldn't take her his call. So he showed up at her house. He didn't have flowers. He didn't have a boom box. It was just me and her. I looked at her. She looked at me. I didn't need to say anything because we both knew I loved her and I was sorry. That's why I don't think you need to sweat this. If you love her and you're sorry, she'll know. Yeah. And Pacey knows this is a bunch of bullshit because Ronaldo's never been in a committed relationship in his life. Yep. Yeah. And this is so true. It's just ridiculous. And Ronaldo's just like, let's go straight some strippers. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Poor Audrey, meanwhile, is super drunk, like almost yeah. like passing out drunk, which is really yeah. scary. It is scary. This rando. Um, yeah. And thank God for Jen. Like, yeah, Jen is uh, being a good friend, is keeping an eye. They kiss, they make out for a, a little bit, the, these two. Yeah. The, um, which is like surprising, I guess. 
I mean, he, I don't, I, I, I can kind of see it. She's like yeah. that pissed. I mean, we She's talk about pissed. it. Like Audrey is makeout queen. She is. She loves a makeout and yeah. she has needs. And like, the fact is if like they're, she's not meeting her expectations for sex i guess she's yeah. going to i don't know she doesn't feel appreciated or loved that's yeah. the issue so he starts bringing audrey this random guy upstairs and jen yes. tries to stop and the guy is like fucking like frat brother or whatever is like yeah like jen like be cool yeah like, this guy's an fine. idiot he blocks and- her from the stairs so and that is like I wanted to punch him in the face when he did yeah, that. Yeah, that's so it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And so I hate luckily that. then CJ. um new guy CJ comes over Saves and like the day. shoves him out of the way. Um and so we see Audrey in this like, I'm laughing because there's this weird like disco ball light yes. <laughs> that everyone had. Yes. Yeah, it's basically <sighs> a ball with different color lights that spins. Yeah. So the little lights go all over the room so audrey goes into this like creepy frat brother house mm-hmm. and the guy is like about to basically date rape her which is horrible it's thank, really bad yeah thank god that jen and cj come in and cj just starts punching out or like pushing yeah, his he brother just pushes that guy out of the way and jen yeah. grabs i'm assuming it's like, like crap brother or it's just a He's dude just a dick. Yeah. yeah um so thank god jen gets her out of there again jen for the win i feel like we don't talk enough about how amazing jen is and how she just gets royally screwed over nine times at a time on this show because she never gets her own storylines and no. when she does it's like really tragic and sad yeah it's so bullshit i don't i don't know why i really don't. that's my biggest mystery in my life well we're back on set and oh this is so sad because but i also kind of understand because of the big drama natasha is like i can't work with him and what is todd to do like that's her lead actress they've started filming yeah. they probably have a contract Dawson's just an assistant, so he gets fired because yep. Natasha is basically like, I don't want him on set. I need him out and, of here. And the thing is, Todd does say he's like, I don't want to fire you. Like, you're yeah, literally you're the best assistant. Here. Yeah. yeah. And so he like, he's like, look, I'm so upset. I'm smoking again. Um, and uh, and Todd does say, let's keep in touch. Maybe my next film, I'm gonna miss you. Yeah. Um, it's like really sad because. Dawson did fuck up, but it's not really, like, you know, worth a firing. Like, he didn't fuck up at his job. I disagree. It's kind of like if you – it's like you have to be professional. Like, if you're causing big drama on set so much so that your lead actress is uncomfortable, like, you can't be fighting and distracting. Like, you're wasting time, which means you're wasting money. I, I guess looked at it as like a series of unfortunate events kind yeah, of. Yeah. But like I totally understand where Todd is coming from and Dawson does too. And so he gets fired. He's leaving. Um, then we're back at the dorm room and uh, Audrey is like super drunk. She goes inside yeah. and Jen says, Jen being the best says, I'm going to stay the night here with her and CJ leaves. And uh, Jen offers, like, hey, can I get you a glass of water? But Audrey just wants her to leave. She wants to be alone. She's kind of, like, catatonic. She's, like, just 
I don't want anything. I just want to stare into space. She doesn't even cry. It's almost like she's absolutely numb in this moment. Yeah, it's really sad. And I love what Jen's trying to do with like, just trying to help her out. But Audrey is just like, no, I just want to be left alone. So what do you do in this situation if your friend is this drunk? I think to be honest, I think I insist on staying just to make sure she doesn't like throw up and she's laying on her back or something. Like that's just my that's my opinion. I mean, maybe I don't know. Audrey is coherent enough to speak. But like even still, I feel like I'm getting her water and Advil at the very least. Right. Set her up with water, Advil and some kind of bucket just in case she throws up. Uh, I feel like you have to at least stay a while and maybe you just say Audrey I understand where you're coming from I know you want to be alone I'm just gonna sit over here and be quiet and like read and like I'm here if you want me if you want to talk like I don't think I feel like I'm maybe a little more pushy in staying but I don't I don't blame Jen for leaving either same so Jen leaves and she sees CJ who has waited for her and he's like I had a feeling that maybe you could come and I wanted to be here for you and Jen apologizes for being snarky earlier on and she explains you know like it affected me seeing Audrey like this and being in the situation because I've been in that situation more than once I've lived this type of trauma where people take advantage of me when I'm in not yeah. in my best mental and physical state this was a season one storyline so I was, it was so so happy to see the show recognize its history yeah me too and she's like and and that's the type of thing that you're going to get if you associate with me I'm a mess I've done bad things in the past mm-hmm. and like that's what you're getting if you're associating yourself with me and he's like really sweet he's like you know the past is the past and the mistakes that you've made is the mistakes that you made but like that made you the person who you are today and i think that's a great thing yeah yeah Um, i i liked this and i feel like i was happy to see this from cj because i felt like we didn't really get off on the right foot with him and so i kind of liked that like Maybe he was a bit misunderstood and he is just trying to help. And he is not yeah. the judgy guy that she like thinks he is when they first no. meet. No, he's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm interested to seeing like where this potentially goes. Yeah. Um, so he just needs to take off that freaking ugly ass necklace <laughs> and get he's a so different ugly. hairstyle. Get a different hairstyle. Yeah. yeah. So somehow, some way. Joey is still lingering on set. I have no idea why, no idea how. Like, don't you have to get back to Hell's Kitchen, ma'am? Uh, so yeah. she is there and she runs into Dawson again. And she's basically like, Look, I'm leaving. Oh, Dawson had to pay for the food. Um, that's probably why she's lingering, but like, get your fucking money, but whatever. So she gets the money and he says, I think I'm going back to California because I don't work here anymore. I just got fired. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and yeah, so she says, I'm sorry. He says things happen. And we see Eddie like watching from the car and Eddie's watching from the car and Natasha's watching. Yes. And she's like, she's like getting hair and makeup done or whatever her hair is being brushed. And Dawson asks, do you think it would have worked out between us if, if things had been different? And uh, she says, I don't know. That's the thing between us. Uh, they never are, are they? Um, and Weird conversation to have. I know. Like, 
it's like, how can you possibly know if something's going to be different? There's so many factors in life. Like, I guess that's the reassurance that you want to know in this moment. Like, is there a reality where we could have worked out? Like, I want to know. But it's kind of like a question that a huge, like an average person just can't know. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like you want to ask that question to like a higher power if you believe in such a thing. Um, yeah. Cause time, like you said before, like timing is so much of why relationships yeah. work yeah. out and the yep. timing has never been on their side. But yep. jo- Joey says like, well, maybe this is the only way we can finally stand on our own to hurt each other so much that we have no choice, but to let go because maybe we wouldn't otherwise. Now I will say as much shit as I'm going to give Joey this whole episode, I do think this is like a very smart thing to say that like, maybe this is our chance now that we've hurt each other so much, even though they're having this conversation in that way to me, they're mature enough to be able to reconcile this, but whatever, um, to like move on because we're not so obsessed with each other, which is what was holding us back from taking these huge opportunities, right? Like, is there, is part of the reason Joey didn't go to Paris because she was too hung up on Dawson. She wasn't actually free from him. She was locked down, tied down for a cer- to a certain degree, um, so I do like the idea behind what she's saying. I just don't think either one of them has the like full gumption to actually believe it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh. All right. Oh, we got to go back to freaking Jack and professor. Yeah. Um, somehow they got in a car together. Like don't well, get he's in a giving car. Jack a ride home. Good cab. Don't get in a car with your professor. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And the professor goes on this whole monologue about how, like, oh, I had fun. I felt so confused my whole life. I'm a married man. My wife is pregnant. And I'm showing at a party because I'm hoping to run into a certain student. And Jack just has this look on uh, on his face. Yeah. And he's, he's, like, shocked. And the professor says, you know what? You can think about it if you want. And I'll just keep teaching class. And I'll see you in class. He's Jack getting looks, the creeps. Jack looks so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. He's getting the like he is cringing essentially. He looks um, like he's like very overwhelmed and in over his head. Like suddenly yeah. he's like, "Oh my god!" Like this is actually what I thought it originally. What I think he never ever thought that this is what would happen. Yeah, like he had like a innocent crush on a professor. Yeah, and he didn't think they had a chance, but he he like. I don't know like it's weird because it's like he wanted to talk to him and he wanted his professor to like him but he didn't actually think it was going to come into fruition and the fact that his professor is married and has a baby on the way like this is a lot and Jack is really overwhelmed and it doesn't look like he left this conversation you know how pro Joey when she left Professor Wilder's, like she had like this look of excitement. Exactly. He doesn't he doesn't have, have that. that. He has a look of dread and concern. So and he's very overwhelmed about yeah. it. And it's probably just because he's like, let's let's face facts, right? Like he the, this guy that is like essentially hitting on him is not out, is married and has a kid on the way. It is not a simple situation. And I no. think Jack is just surprised to have found himself in this spot. Yeah. And he doesn't want to be the other man. And he also doesn't want to be with somebody who like Jack doesn't want to be a secret. No, this guy is unavailable. And it's like, yeah. and yeah, I just don't think he was expecting this. So I'm mm-hmm. happy to see that, that instead of the like Jack excitement, we got Jack concerned. 
Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Audrey gets a knock on the door, and it's Pacey who looks disheveled. Like he looks like he's been crying. He looks like his tie is a little undone. He looks like he's been through the ringer. His hair is very curly, and he goes like, "Can we talk? Like, can I come in? Like." you know, I'm really sorry. Like, you know, do you think we can work this out? And Audrey is like, does she say like, I don't think this she, is going to work out. She says, so he asks, can we talk? And she shakes her head. He says, can I give you a call in the morning? And she just like kind of shakes her head again. And he says, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm really sorry. And she says, maybe you can just come inside and hold me. And that's when he comes in. So like, mm. certainly not resolved, but like, she doesn't want to be alone. Yeah. I. It's really sad. Cause like, it's sad. Yeah. This is such a real thing. And you can't, yeah. I mean, I feel like we've all been in these positions and you can't judge Audrey for what she does because, first of all, Joey's not home. So she doesn't have her other person that she would talk to this about there. Mm -hmm. And she feels very alone. She just went through like a pretty traumatic thing tonight. Like you can't forget that. And mm -hmm. I think, I think at this point in the night, she's sobering up and she's starting to realize what was happening what and happened. like what could have happened. Yeah. And she's maybe feeling a smidge guilty for kissing the other guy and being yep. in this position. Yeah. But also she's like mad at Pacey. Like I'm sure it's very confusing for her. Yeah. This whole situation about like how she feels and what to do. And it's like she wants to push him away, but also she doesn't want him to leave. And she wants to be with him, but maybe it's being too complicated. I just think that anybody who's in this position is constantly changing their mind about what they want minute by minute. Yeah, I, I loved this scene because it felt very real. As yeah. much as we're, like, upset with Pacey, like, you kind of understand where both of them are coming from. And you yeah, understand I why do. she does what she does. Um. So back on set, Dawson is about to leave and Natasha runs up and she says, listen, I got you your job back. I was a bit crazy before I saw Joey. I freaked out because I was drunk and I was drunk because I knew I was going to see you. And she's like, you really hurt me. I really liked you. And then you broke up on my answering machine. And he does apologize. But mm -hmm. she says, the reason I got you your job back was because I saw you talking to her. I saw your face when you watched her leave. And I realized that she hurt you way more than you ever hurt me. But you still hurt me a lot. Mm. I know. Do you agree with this? Um, no. Like, I don't know. I, I like, I, it doesn't really make sense to me that this is why Natasha would get Dawson his job back. Because, yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't it be nice if Natasha was like, you know what? I thought about it and you're really talented and I respect you as a potential filmmaker. And or she it's really literally, fucked if yeah. you get fired. She also could have just said, like, I overreacted a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, like I we can be professional around you know each other. Is? Yeah, you know what it is? I think that like I think in therapy, I'm learn like you learn that like everybody's problems are equal, even if you know what I mean? Like your mountain, even if it's like compared to somebody else's mountain, it's like still your mountain. So like, oh, yeah, by it's, her, it's not a contest. Yeah. By her degrading her hurt in comparison to Dawson's hurt, like it invalidates her feelings. And yeah. like, I'm thinking like, no, like you still are hurt and it 
is really bad for you. And what you. he did was still shitty. And, and what he did was still shitty. And what Dawson, yeah. like, he's hurt too, but it doesn't really compare. Yeah, because- I would have rather she just say, like, you know, I, you know, we can be professional around each other. You know, yeah. we dated. Mm-hmm. We we can we can move past this and just yeah. go back to like before that. Yeah, whatever. I guess we're gonna see a lot of Natasha. I don't uh, mind I, it. I thought she was okay. I like this character. I think that she's like feisty. I think that yeah. she's interesting. I think that um, she has dimension. So yeah. I'm excited to see like what she's up to. Yeah, she's fun. Um. So, uh, he's, he's back rehired. He's back on set, uh, back at Hell's Kitchen. Um, Eddie knows that that was Dawson and, uh, and like, obviously Joey, Eddie read the email, like he knows, like, stop it. Um, (laughs) and so Joey says like, why do you like the book? Uh, it can't be just because it's about people who follow their impulses because it has no story. It meanders and it's misogynistic. And Eddie says, yeah, you're right. It's all those things. But the first time I read it, it blew my mind. It's a celebration of madness about people who aren't afraid, who take chances, and people who really live. And I've always wanted to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. And Joey decides she's just going to kiss him. It's horrible kiss. Uh, yeah. Hand placement. Her Lego hands are popping off. Yeah. And I also felt like it was not passionate at all. Well, she grabs the back of his head and, like, pushes him into her. It needs to be sexier if it's supposed to be this, like, spontaneous kiss. And it's not. It's really bad. And also, she didn't – he didn't consent to this. And he says – she says, oh, I was just following an impulse. And he says, no, you weren't. It's that guy from the movie set. You're angry at him. He hurt you. And that's how you chose to deal with it. Awkward. I mean, I think that's a little – I don't know. I mean, I don't like Joey for doing this, but I also don't like Eddie's response because it feels a little bit like presumptuous. Like, don't tell me what I'm thinking. I don't like when people do that. I don't know. These two. These two. I kind of just wish that, like, maybe they can just have. No, no, no. Um. I just like wish they could have, like, a maybe Joey can have a relationship with somebody that's not bigree all the time and fighting. How about that? Like, you know, maybe. Yeah. Because he says, like, oh, I don't mind you kissing me if it's because you want to kiss me, but you, it's, you did it for revenge and you're going to have to deal with it. Uh, and so he says, like, oh, I'll give you a ride home. I'm just going to go get my coat. And I'm like, why are you going to give her a ride home now? It's so awkward. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you a ride home so that I can, like, sit in silence the whole entire way. And then she's going to probably, like, kiss me again. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, and um, just push so- her, my face into her face. <laughs> that was our episode. I really liked that episode. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I feel like we're going like up and down and up and down and up yeah. and down so we're rocking and rolling yeah so i feel like next episode might be a dudder but you know oh, what? i hope not okay um, you know what every single season everyone's like it's not as good it's not as good just wait you know what we are beggar you know beggars can't be choosers over here at numbers yeah. incorporated like we all have to <laughs> you know appreciate what we get and any episode of Dawson's Creek, except for the Joey-centric episode, is a good episode of Dawson's Creek. There you go. Yeah. Um, Let's are you positive. Yeah, I'm ready to be positive. We're in our final season. We, this is what we have left. Like, we can't be yeah. a downer about it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, are you ready to hear a voicemail from Joy about Let's this? Let's do it. Hey guys, it's Joy. I'm going to try to make this quick because I did already send an email and I don't want you to get sick of me. Um, so um, I was listening to a different Dawson's Creek podcast because I am an obsessed freak who just can't get enough of the show. And they did the um, instant karma episode. And I realized that I missed a scene. Uh, I missed the very beginning scene, like before the opening credits with the Paula Cole song. And um, all I have to say is the only difference between Todd and Rich Rinaldi is that Todd is British and is somehow that makes him charming. But no, the way that he's talking about Natasha, disgusting. No, just, just no. Um, that and then what was the, there's one other thing. Oh, when um, Joey talks about almost going to Paris is like something wild and crazy that she did where she followed her impulse. Uh, couldn't she have just used the fact that like she jumped on a boat with Pacey with like nothing to her name and they just kind of sailed away together and like lived off a of fish and who knows what else anyway you know the pacey joey erasure in season six even ridiculous uh okay so that's it and um this probably won't be this week because it's very very late but i guess you'll get it next week and i hope you guys have a good one till next time bye Joy, you're so right. That would have been such a good example as to like how other Joey, other Joey's, you know, like she yes. was wild and free and she had her beachy hair and she had her tan. And that was like the most carefree that Joey's ever been. And that's a great point. Yeah. Like, I know. She should have said that. She should have said that. Yeah. Um, also Joy is an icon and so she did also email us and she said she did some digging and found Joey's letter to Dawson or at least most of it she found it on Reddit mm -hmm. and that person got it from TWOP which is I think television without pity uh, anyway so this is what she has for the contents of the email mm -hmm. dear Dawson I'm going to give up on my hope that this will come out the way I want it to I've been staring at the screen for the better part of the night and all I could come up with was dear Dawson Maybe there's nothing left to say, but for some reason, I'm going to bang my head against the wall anyway. I know why closure with you is an impossible feat. There's nothing new to say. How many times can we take a step back uh, until we realize there's no new perspective we, uh, we can possibly have? We've seen each other at every angle at this point, and I think that the end result is that together we make an ugly mess. <laughs> a mess oh. of each other, a mess of whatever was worth uh, saving from the past, a mess of the future. I didn't want it to be that way, Dawson. I didn't sleep with you that night because it was my birthday, and I was looking for a way to pass the time. I shared the most important thing with you because I thought that maybe that would be the missing link. That maybe if we did that, every other messed up part of us would finally make sense, fall into place. And I believed for a second in the moment uh, when maybe we went uh, that we were above all of this. But then we landed and I think maybe we crashed. I mean, we definitely crashed. And I said all those things to you. But the thing is, I can't say that they were things I didn't mean. You want me to apologize? I'm sure you want me to tell you that I'm the same Joey Potter and that I love you and that you're my home that you're my homecoming and all the recycled things, nothings we've been saying for years. You know how to repeat a word so many times it starts to not make sense. We don't make mm -hmm. sense. Maybe in that we were, when we were together and not speaking, uh, there was finally a connection, but I've never felt like more of a stranger than I did the other day. 
The Dawson I know would never have been swinging from one girl to another, trying to think of a fast excuse, throwing things against me that I said five years ago. And even Mm -hmm. though that hurt and made me feel ugly and jealous and insecure, I think what hurt me more was the fact that there was no Dawson I know, not anymore. We don't know how to be together, not in the present tense and not. And for all the rambling I've done in this email, I don't know what to say to you. I thought this would be it, Dawson. I thought that this would be the time it lasted without one of us getting in the way. But I don't think we know how to stop tripping each other up. It's like we're trying to stop the other one from getting ahead in the future. Maybe we need to grow up separately, turn our backs on each other for a while. I don't know if I'll be here when you turn around. I don't know if you'll even look for me. All I know is that I never want to feel the way I did when you left. I wish we could meet again for the first time and see if there was something there. But the sad thing is we'll never know. We'll just have all these things we've said and done and regretted. I don't want to be that girl to you anymore, Dawson. We need to find some way to stop doing this to each other. The only way I know how to. And then, uh, and Joyce says that's how it ends. Mm. Okay. So um, first and foremost, like, I really, really, really wish that we would have gotten that because I think that a lot of what Joey is saying is like, it's really sad and it makes me like a little emotional because we've been through the ringer with them as much as they have just by watching them. And she makes a lot of like really interesting points. Does go on a little bit too long. I it's feel a little like. rambly. A l- we, I think like the last half or the last like quarter was a or third. It was a bit much, but there was something that she said that was like so interesting. She said that, you know, when you say a word so many times, it stops, like it loses all its meaning. It stops making sense. Yeah. That's us. Like the more that we try and do the same thing over and over and over and over again, the less it makes sense. And I really like that. I think that's really interesting and insightful. And yeah. I think that for so many relationships that are like on again, off again, on again, off again, like Every single time it loses the relationship and the foundation of the relationship loses its integrity and it's not as strong. And I think that like every time they have a go at this and they fail, it works less and less. And it almost is like, in a way, it's almost like, why are we going to keep trying just to fail? It's only hurting us more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And that's just like the opposite, like the opposite of like, you know, like you and I watched Friends. Yeah. Like Ross and Rachel tried over and over and over yes. and over again. And yeah, like they did wind up together. But also it's like, at what cost? If you continuously hurt each other, you are building a rocky foundation, not yeah. a foundation of love. And um, it's just like something so interesting. Yeah, uh, so I, I I wish that we did get that in, especially because it does show? track with what she says in this episode. Yeah, and it's not rambly, you know, like you know what I mean. Like it's, I mean, like what what from what we were able to pick up when we were pausing at times, it made no sense. But like this makes sense, so it is coherent um, and it doesn't feel as rambly as the show made it out to be. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So. Thank you, Joy, for digging into the Reddit, going on the black. Yeah, that internet. was really great to be able to read because it totally yeah. flushes out Joey's feelings, like uninterrupted. Yeah, yeah. thank you, thank um, you. So, uh, Joy also does mention. Um, so she's not as big of a fan of of Eddie. She does say that, like, you know, he calls her an, uh, angry, which like all the guys have done, and like invalidates her feelings, which is fair. Mm-hmm. That's very yeah. fair to say. I agree. 
Um, she also agreed with us in terms of Pacey and Audrey, like both being right in a sense that it's just like the poor communication. Um, and she had something interesting to know. She says when Eddie is talking about on the road, which is that book, uh, saying it's about people who don't follow the dominant path, live on their impulses. Is he not describing Pacey? He's certainly not on the dominant path. Not sure. I like the path he's on, but it's not the expected one. It's like interesting to think about the fact that that does yeah. kind of describe PC. Hinting, hinting a bit. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. So uh, anything else from Joy? Yeah. So she also loves Natasha. <laughs> she says she's very wild and she liked how she called Dawson Donald and called him out on his shitty yeah, behavior. So funny. So funny. Yeah. It's like it, when we get characters that like almost remind us of Abby or, you know, like that girl from the very first episode that was wearing um uh clueless clothes like it yes. excites me i like yeah. it um we also got an email from kimmy um she says so she says i'm really leaning into this season it's like a whole new world let's check in on our characters dawson you dirty dog damn i can't <laughs> believe you got this actress to sleep with you convince her that she should actually care that you she were the best sex of your life sorry jen and then broke up with her via voicemail after sleeping with joey I truly didn't think you had it in you, but this is new hot Dawson is a savage D. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, breaking hearts beat by beat. Uh, Joey, look at you. Maybe you should be flat or look, maybe you should be flattered that Dawson dumped an actress after he slept with you. I mean, you have power over that man. Also, I think Katie Holmes just hates kissing James Vanderbeek because her hands seemed flexible in this kiss with Goldie Hawn's son. Okay, I they were okay. They were less Lego handy. You're right. I did call them Lego hands. But yeah. if you see, like, she puts her hand on the back of his head, yeah, like, and just pushes him, kind of like when guys put their hands on the back of your head. <gasps> no! that's what it looked don't like to me. Don't do that. Don't yeah, do it. Don't but do that's it. what it looked like to me. Yeah. Uh, Pacey, honestly, I'm with Audrey. This Pacey sucks. Not the studying Pacey, but the one that would give two shits about what these finance bros think about him. He actually has zero redeeming qualities currently and is gaslighting Audrey. Uh, Audrey, as a woman in her 30s, Audrey's behavior is alarming in this episode, but 19-year-old me would be like, chug, chug, chug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, yeah, bitch, drink more. Yeah. Also, fuck dudes and their friends that help them take advantage of drunk girls. There's a special yeah. section of hell for you. Agree yeah. with that. Jack, run, 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 run. <laughs> this oh, professor will life. ruin your life. Does yeah. this happen in real life? I legit never heard of a professor going to a frat house party and drinking with his undergrad student. I have secondhand embarrassment for this predator. Yeah, truly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pathetic. Jen, oh, Jen, how I wish you could have just had your fun night full of drinking and making out without the creek creeps dragging you down. I see why you want new friends. Jen is MVP by uh, MVP by far this episode. Uh, and she wants us to rank the creeps in this episode from creep to creepiest. We have Pacey's finance bros, frat dudes, Dawson, or the professor. Ooh. I feel like the creepiest is the frat dudes. Frat bros that are insisting that uh, you aid people to take advantage yeah. of uh, women that are drunk. They're the creepiest. Then the professors. Yes. The professor. Then, and then the finance bros. Yeah. Yeah. And then the least creepy is Dawson. Dawson's not creepy. He's just a dirty dog. Yeah. He's a dirty, dirty Donald. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dirty Donald. <laughs> 
Uh, and that was all the feedback we had. Thank you, everyone, for sending it in. You can send some more in at shit90spod at gmail.com or go to our website, shit90spod.com. Uh, send us in a voicemail. Send us in feedback. We also have a suggestion box, uh, which we're actively using. So if you want us to cover something that we haven't already covered, feel free to make a suggestion in there. Yeah. Um, that was such a fun episode. I really enjoyed it. We love when Dawson's Creek gets messy. It's so fun when it's messy. Yeah, I really love the best. It's so good. It's so much fun. Uh, So, yeah, I just wanted to, I don't know. It's just, thank you everybody for sending your feedback. Thank you for listening to us. I appreciate you. Thank you for being on this adventure for the uh, sixth season. Um, What else did I want to say? Do you want to know what the next episode's title is? Yeah, what's the next episode title? The Imposters. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be disappointing just because the name sounds so good. Yeah, whenever the name sounds good, <laughs> then the episode sucks. It's I like know. some weird checks and balances thing. I, I don't get it. At but all. I'm still really but... excited. So, yeah. So, uh, catch us next week. We are also releasing Varsity Blues this week. Um, yeah, you all suggested it. We're covering it. We're covering so. it. So, I think Jess and I both got like absolutely like sent when we heard um, Dawson Leary talk with like a Southern accent. I, I absolutely could not. Like, yeah, I, it was really hard to operate. You know, this movie is wild. When I had to sit my husband down and tell him about like five different plot points that occurred in yeah. this movie, so yeah. much so I must have really sold it because I only I like I didn't I watched it in fits and sp- fits and spurts, spurts and what fits and spurts. What? Sits and spurts. I don't know. What? <laughs> I think I'm having a stroke. Anyway, I, pit, pits and starts. What is the hell is that phrase? I don't know. Whatever. I didn't watch it all at once. And so I had like 20 minutes left of it. And I was uh-huh. describing to him all these weird. Pl- He's like, you could throw it on. And I was like, absolutely, I will. So I put it on absolutely. and we watched the ending. It's also pretty long for what it is. It is. Yeah. And there's big drama for no reason, which is yeah. fine. I mean, it's Texas high school football. You know, we've seen Friday Night Lights. We know the deal. Yep. Um, So catch us. I think that's probably going to be releasing on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yep. Yep. So we'll have that after after this being released on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, yeah. Catch us. Catch us. Catch us. Uh, Aside from that, I don't know. I don't have much going on. Well, you're on break from How I Met Your Mother currently, which you mm-hmm. usually cover. Yep. Um, I'm covering Succession in Yellow Jackets over on Post Show Recaps, so check that out. Obviously, killer seasons for both um, both shows. Uh, so if you're not watching, definitely, definitely highly recommend you do. Uh, and yeah, that's all we have for now. So don't forget at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram if you want to send us any feedback. We always appreciate a five-star rating. I feel like we haven't plugged that in a while. If you leave us a five-star rating and you leave us a comment, we'll read it on the podcast. We love to see it. So mm-hmm. feel free to do that. Um, I think that's all we have. If you loved Sarah's impression of what Joey would sound like, just the one sound, Ooh. give us five stars. Because <laughs> that took a lot of boldness from Sarah to do on a podcast. So I think we've earned it. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you all next week. Have a good one. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me.